0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Halloween episode of the Singing Medium Podcast. On today's episode, episode 47, I'm going to share some spiritual insight on some spooky spirit terms. We're going to shed some light on the darkness and I'm also going to revisit my trip that I took to New Orleans where there was a lot of voodoo energy and we're going to have a spooky time. So get ready for the Singing Medium Podcast. Was that spooky? I don't know. Was that spooky? I don't. That's a little spooky to me. I, when I was googling like royalty-free Halloween music, like that was the most light one there is. The rest were all like chains and really. And okay, I'm just going to preface this episode by saying I dislike Halloween immensely. Like I am counting down the days, which is like five days for me to start decorating for Christmas because I don't. I don't understand the orange and black. I don't understand the fun of like a 10 foot tall skeleton replica on your front lawn and like scary masks of a wolf I I just don't get it that being said if you're a fan of Halloween I applaud you because I'm a Christmas girl and it's funny because at the beginning of like October I'm like Let's get out the little cute stuffed ghosts that I have. And then we have some cute little Halloween trees kind of thing. I got some cute balloons out front, those inflatable balloons of pumpkins, but I only like cute Halloween. So cute Halloween, I'm okay with. If you're putting like demons and skeletons and all these things on your lawn, and like the yellow yellow caution tape, I'm like, you guys are manifesting. Like, what are you doing? I can't, I just don't get it. But to each their own, my preference is jingle bells and sleigh bells and home alone and drinking peppermint hot chocolate from starbucks sitting by the fire in my christmas pajamas that is where it's at although i will say that i did buy halloween pajamas this year which i've never done before but they were super cute they have little ghosts on them i believe from old navy so i do have that but anyways this is the episode we're getting into today and before as always before we get into this spooky episode i want to give you a couple of announcements as i always do they're very short so just to remind you that I am launching. I've already launched my winter classes, which so far is Medium One and Medium Two. So those are going to begin January. So if you want to become a Medium and you've got like after this episode, you're going to decide. You'll be like, okay, I under, I'm seeing these shadow things that Jen's talking about, or I'm hearing this voice in my head, and I'm not sure what this voice is, or I'm seeing something you know flash, and like I'm you know feeling something touch my head, and I want to understand what this is medium one is the best option for you we have so much fun in our classes like tonight we did we invited ourselves to a demonstration of other mediums one was from new york she had the cute the accent i don't know how to do a new york accent but it's so prominent and so cute i love accents i bet you didn't know that about me but i love accents and there's two mediums and so i brought my students of medium level one into this demonstration, and we got to observe, and we actually took over somehow. Like, Spirit was like, We all need readings. So, we all three, I think three out of five or six of us got readings from these mediums. It was really fun and very inspiring and very eye opening to see other mediums at work because there's no competition. There's no competition, as we all know, right? So there's that. And then today like I had this idea to launch this year ahead reading. So it's a psychic forecast, like a personal psychic forecast for you for like the year ahead 2023 and I have never ever offered that before. I've seen other people offer that, but I've never actually personally done that. So that came in and I was like it was so so um welcoming people people like ate it up. Like literally they I guess they didn't really eat it up but people were like there was a lot a lot i had to make a waitlist and i've never ever had to make a waitlist and the only reason i have a waitlist is because i don't want to get overwhelmed so like i can only do so much you know what i mean so once I catch up with the first round i will launch it again so if you missed out on that the 99 dollar year ahead email reading don't worry i promise you'll have another chance mostly likely the end of november beginning of december those but it's still time for january so you can kind of see what's going to happen in your year ahead so that's exciting. You're like, you'll be prepared, prepare, preparation for the year ahead. And only good things, I will only tell you good things. All right, so, and that's it That's it for announcements. The other thing I wanna say too is that I was listening back to the podcast and like Chad and I go for like road trips or whatever, went to Newmarket the other day, went to something to go to Orangeville and he'll put on my podcast in the rental car that I still have. I still have a rental car, you guys. I want my Jeep back. But anyways, well really, he was listening to it and I can't listen to my own podcast on a loud speaker, like on a car radio stereo speakers, because I always hear my pup. Like I can't it's I don't know how to get the pup away. So if I'm saying pu and it's really annoying to you, I get it. I don't have that little I used to have this attachment on my microphone that would prevent that from happening. But for now it's okay if you listen to it on a phone, but for some reason those puhs are driving me crazy. So I apologize. Listen to all this alliteration—the pa pa pa. <laughs> Wait, that's not alliteration. Alliteration is like two or three words in a row with a, with a letter. Stand. Anyways, that's my old teacher coming out. So, anyways, I hope that's not too annoying to you. So, we're gonna get into this Halloween episode, and I bet you're gonna remember some things. You're gonna you're gonna have like brain. What did I just hear? A brain. Like, anyways, I can't say that word. <laughs> you're gonna have what people call. Aha moments in this, but for me, when someone says, "Oh, I just had a aha moment," I always go, "Well, that's more like you're, you you remembered something." Like we come to, the, I believe we come to this earth as a soul, and we choose the body, and we choose our family, and we come with amnesia. So our soul has like so much wisdom. We have had multiple past lives, we've reincarnated multiple times, and we come back as this baby. I came back as Jen. Henry that's my minute that came back as Jen Henry I picked my parents and as soon as I come into this world your birth out the birth canal bam amnesia don't remember a freaking thing so as you go on in your life and I'll be 48 in a couple weeks so as you go on and you get older and you do the work and you meditate and you get quiet and you're going to start to remember some things so these are going to be some things that you're going to remember all right And then I'm gonna share my story that a trip, my very first trip I ever went on, did you guys know, I didn't get a passport until I was 39 or 40. I had not ever previously been on an airplane. I had never previously been out of the country, except that's not true. Uh, My parents and my family, when I was a kid, we did a US kind of road trip and I remember being in Chicago at a hotel. And the only thing I remember about this trip is my mom making us go to bed super early. Cause we were like, we remember being, we were so mad my siblings and I because she made us go to bed in this hotel room so early. We're like, screw you mom, we're not going to bed early. Like that's the only thing. And then getting lost in this really sketchy neighborhood. That's the only thing I remember of. So I have been out of the country, but not on an airplane. So New Orleans was my very, very first trip I've ever did in my entire life on an airplane, like with a passport. So we're going to tell about those kind of stories because they're very interesting, very, very interesting. But I want to get it. I'm going to talk about three separate spirit energies. So more of the dark side, more of the, you know, the the heavier energies, the things that you kind of see on ghost adventures. And of course, you know the story how I used to be a ghost hunter. I used to be a paranormal investigator. I'm a medium. And so we would go into homes and we would. So I have firsthand experience with these three spiritual energies that I'm going to talk about and I bet you the first one that I talk about you're definitely going to relate to you're going to be like holy Halloween Jen I I know exactly what you're talking about but the cool thing about that is not only validation for yourself when I tell you about these things but I'm going to also tell you the bigger picture to them like why are these things there how are the why are these things showing up in your home or you're seeing these things there is an emotional reason why these things are manifesting. And I'm gonna, I am bet you didn't think about that side of it. You probably just thought there was ghosts in your house, right? So the first one I'm going to talk about is a shadow man. That is the most common. A shadow man is the most harmless, the least harmless, so the most harmless, the least harmful spirit energy, more on the shadowy side of things because we are doing a Halloween episode here. So we're talking about the shadow and the, the darkness. And, and the good thing about that is like darkness is something to be afraid of. Right, a lot of people are like like some of my students are like, do not like I I did a, tar- a paranormal mediumship class last night in spirit school, and everyone was like, there was like five people like, don't even like, don't even come at me, Jen, with those things. But the cool thing is when someone ever resists this kind of experience, I always feel like perhaps there's something in them that they're not ready to look at. So anything that is paranormal, like think of the word normal, like the word normal's in there, right? And it's still like very um popularized and sort of like made very dramatic in tv shows which i always say the things that they talk about in ghost hunters and ghost adventures that stuff is real that is not made up at all okay so um so if you have shadow inside of you so your shadow work or your i don't like that term shadow work it really drives me crazy but we all have like these this darkness inside of that we don't let people see. Like there's maybe one person on this planet can then bring out that, that really dark side of you and we all have it. But that's the side that we have to hide during the day, right? We can't go to work and be like, go crazy or something and have all that stuff come out. So this is our deep, deep, deep shadow things that will sometimes manifest as a physical presence around us. And the shadow man is the one that is most common because so shadow men are typically described as something that you see at the corner of your eye and it's very quick to disappear so you'll feel like there's like you saw something black flash on like the right side of your peripheral vision and you turn it's gone but if you do catch it it kind of is described as like a tall thin figure and has a top hat they don't always have a top hat it's a quotation top hat but they are harmless they're very slim and tall it's called a shadow man so shadow men are very common and i bet you you're listening to this right now you're like holy crap i've seen like five shadow men in my house so they will go away they are harmless it's just sort of like for me a shadow man typically represents what we are ignoring in our consciousness in our awareness and it's something like a reminder to look at your shadow and if you have you know if you like. Think of it as if you're you're shoving down an upset or an emotion, a negative emotion, and you're suppressing it because you're taught like oh, I got to be positive. I can't feel these emotions. I can't express myself properly. Over time, that energy push, push, push down will will number one start as like weight gain, and then the second one is also sometimes it'll bring about a shadow man. Okay, because you're not you're not it's got nowhere to go, so this energy has to go somewhere, and so poof, out of the corner of your eye, you're gonna start seeing shadows. Okay? So again, it's the most common and the least harmful. It's harmless. You can tell it to go away, but when you're doing that, you're just basically ignoring your shadow. So some people are definitely not ready to work on themselves. Some people are not ready to look at their PTSD and their trauma and the things that have happened to them in the childhood. You're hanging on to things. This could be one reason why there is a shadow man. The other reason is sometimes there's just a shadow man. So it's not always based on our emotions that we create these things. In the physical, it's more, they can, these beings, these energies, because it's energy, um, will just show up and can just be a shadow man, right? So you don't have to do something to make a shadow man. They can just sort of come into your space. Normally, it's in your home, you'll see it. So you probably won't see it at work. You could have maybe if you're like an ER nurse, but I feel like it's more like in your home, you will see them. I see them occasionally too, but I have some experience with this that I'm like, whatever, bye, get out of here, fine, I'll meditate or something you know I'll, I'll work on that you know but but doing doing your work and doing your personal development and spiritual development is a lot of work and it can be very overwhelming so it's not too worrying saying oh I better do my personal development my spiritual work so that I don't have shadow men. it's not a big deal okay so shadow man is the number one common one and uh, that's kind of a little bit kids might see that too as well and it just might be you know, something that's been manifested in the house and the kids go, oh, who's that guy with the big tall hat, you know, and obviously that would be more terrifying to a child than it would be to a grown up. but I wanna give you that knowledge so you're not afraid because fear, I learned in the paranormal world when you're investigating or even just diving into the shadow things is like, you know, um, the worst thing that we can do is be afraid. (laughs) That's the thing you don't wanna do, right? So I was never, ever, ever afraid to go and do these things. I was like, yeah scratch me on the neck show me proof like just do it you know i was never not once afraid and i think that's a misconception in the paranormal world is that people think that it's too scary to go into a quote-unquote haunted house but they don't understand what these energies are there representing right and so if you understood it and you had that knowledge and understood why these energies are there and they're created sometimes that you would be like you know what it's just like a energy of me or it's a mirror of me or you know, someone brought this thing home because they need to, they're very chaotic on the inside. So it's really important to understand that, and that's why I'm not afraid, but I'm telling you, and I've said this multiple times, is that the best thing I ever did, even though it ended very badly, the best thing I ever did was do this paranormal thing. I learned so much about myself. I understood that, you know, at one point I thought I was looking for darkness, and I actually said, I don't want to look for darkness anymore, but what I didn't want to do is look at myself right and then when everything just sort of ended it was like oh my god I had so much work to do on myself so much work to do on myself so I'm very grateful for that experience and um, I speaking of that on a less serious note I still have this goal of forming like an all-girls an all-female energy ghost hunting team I even have the logo already made up I always thought we'd have like really cute like light pink hoodies, and we're gonna put this logo on the back, and we're gonna go and investigate, and you know go looking for the shadows, shine the light on the shadow, and just like having a like it is a biggest adrenaline rush ever. Like it's so much fun. And I know you're listening to, and you're still not convinced by what I'm telling you. You'd have to go and do it to be like it's your arm hair stands up. You know, there's are other steps, of course, to protect your energy, but this is one of the best things I ever did. So, we're gonna go down the list here to the next one, and they're not like we're working our way up to like a spookier one, okay? So, number two, I'm gonna get into right now. All right, so energy, spirit energy number two is what's called a shapeshifter. So, shapeshifters are more of like there are shapeshifters, and I don't know the ancient history of shapeshifters. I'm talking about human shapeshifters right now. So, shapeshifter it Has a bunch of different definitions and experiences that you might have actually seen a shapeshifter. So if you're on TikTok a lot, you might see how like um, a celebrity shapeshifts, and their face changes really fast. Or um, one of the stories I think of is Beyonce. They talk about her being a shapeshifter, going from her original name to Beyonce, and like, the shapeshift energy. Um, another example that I have that is I've actually seen someone that I know years ago. Shift very quickly in front of me into one of their past lives uh, appearance. So in a past life, this male was a very, so in the life that I knew this person, they were sort of like a little bit heavier, um, you know, a different appearance and older. And then I saw this person shapeshift into a younger, very good looking man from like the 1800s, more like I would describe them as Gaston, kind of energy from Beauty and the Beast, but I literally saw someone shapeshift in front of me. Shapeshift can also be, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to explain it, where someone acts a certain way in front of other people, but when they go home, they're a different person. That is a form of shapeshifting. It's not, well, it is kind of scary, but it's, a, it's like a form of shapeshifting, but it's also on a human term, right? And then another one that I have, a story of a shapeshifter, is I saw someone turn, into a, saw someone turn into a wolf. Like not an actual wolf and like a werewolf. I don't mean werewolf at all. I mean a powerful, shamanic wolf spirit animal or like an energy of a wolf and like that ownership, a transformation. I saw someone do that in a ceremony once and right before my eyes, this person literally like they were, their bed in Ayahuasca was like right near like um a window with glass, and the moonlight was shining in because ayahuasca ceremonies are like in the middle of the night, and they finish like three a.m. And so I saw this person like get up on the bed after they were purging, and like completely shapeshift into a wolf, and then they then they transfer back into themselves. Like obviously, it wasn't like a physical transformation; it was more like an energetic one. But I physically saw it with my own eyes, and it was the coolest thing I have ever saw. And then I didn't—I did, at the time I didn't know this person well. Um, because we're just doing ceremonies together and we I was just meeting these people. And so the next morning at breakfast or when we're sharing, I said that to them and then he goes just a minute and he goes into the room he was staying out and he brings in the those like fuzzy blankets you can get from like giant tiger. He brought out oh, this one, it had a big wolf on it, okay? So shape-shifting is, very, is another option. Um, there are shape-shifters who are really scary looking and I'm pretty sure there's like indigenous cultures that believe in this I'm not educated on that I apologize um but there is shapeshifter is like an like a really older kind of paranormal energy um but yeah it's like all of this fascinates me it's so fascinating to me all of this then the third one is like kind of the craziest most chaotic one and I'm sure you've heard about this before it's called a poltergeist so I have never personally seen a poltergeist or experienced that even though I've done, we did multiple investigations. I've never actually came across a poltergeist, but I've seen, I've heard stories about them. Like, so poltergeist would um, be something in your home, usually in the home, where your cupboards open by themselves. There may be some, some heavy physical objects in your home that are being moved. So like one time when we lived in, in Orangeville, like, the, like when my kids were super young, I went down to the basement one time, did some laundry. I put the bleach bottle on top of the dryer or I can't remember the counter that was right there you know how that got the sink there when I came back like hours later to finish the laundry that bottle was on the floor like 10 feet away so maybe I do have it I didn't actually see it happening but things like that things that like how does a invisible energy move a physical object that's what I would love to know I would love to know that how that works but so anything like where like things fly out of the cupboards or like your kitchen drawers if you have any stories share them with me like send them to dm me on instagram elevate.hersoul and let me hear your poltergeist stories if you have one i would love to hear them they fascinate me but like drawers opening knives being thrown and just things like chaos so from for in my experience a poltergeist, represents chaos so if we're going to the shadow side of ourselves and like what's going on inside of ourselves usually guys will manifest in a home with a lot of chaos and i don't mean like regular chaos like i you know i can't organize the hockey game and the dance classes and what's for dinner kind of chaos i mean chaos where there's like heavy maybe drinking there's um uh, a lot of arguing there's fighting there's screaming there's kids chaos like maybe there's a person in the house who um is involved in some drug activity, any kind of like um, bipolar kind of mental illness. This is a kind of a, like a ripe environment, Not sounds terrible, for a poltergeist to manifest. So I do have experience, I do, I just remember, like it wasn't my personal home that was going through this but there was one home and um, there was some chaos in this house but I remember like everything stopped working in this person's house, um, accidents were happening, doors were opening. Um, one time I tried to clear the house and we lit sort of salt on fire and it just blew up kind of thing. Like, just, the fire should never have gotten that big. You know, so things like this. And um, if you go on YouTube, there's multiple things you can watch on Poltergeist. I shared one with the class last night in spirit school and I had to turn it off halfway because my arm hair was standing up, but it was so severe that they were moving like shampoo bottles and like stacking things on top of each other. And I'm like, how does this even happen? But that's, that's another one. But for me... Um, it's more like a chaos energy a manifestation of chaos, like raw chaos it's more like poltergeist it also can be like an abandoned house or like there's a house you're going into and they don't the spirit doesn't want you there it's like a warning to get out these kind of things um but at this stuff fascinates me honestly so like it, going from shadow man to shapeshifter to poltergeist i would say poltergeist is the rarest One, but it's the most chaotic and there we could go on to more like demonic energy and things like this and um incubuses and i've had i have actually experienced with a a succubus which is like a demon that's based upon like a sexual issue um and they're deemed to be the most dangerous one so i've dealt with everything pretty much so i actually have experience with that but not a poltergeist so i've seen it all I've lived it in the past six years I like I should write a book and literally I'm supposed to be writing a book right now but it's been four years I think since unearth your intuition my book came out and everyone's like you should write another one I'm like I know I know I'm supposed to be working on another one it's just slow going there's like some kind of writer's block happening I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be talking about the paranormal or you know psychic medium I don't know so hopefully that will come out one day and you guys can read my second book That would be amazing. So I'm going to tell you a quick story about my trip to New Orleans. Keeping the spooky theme going. We got to keep the spooky theme going, guys. So this is about five or six years ago. Like I just started trying to be a medium. So that's my one mistake is like brand new medium. And this was an organized tour by a professional medium psychic who owned a metaphysical store. And so it was, they were, they offered it on an event and I'm like, I need to sign up for that. That is freaking awesome. I drove two two hours to give them the cash to pay for this because I knew I had to go. But what I didn't know is how like sort of dangerous it would be for a brand new medium who'd had no idea how to protect their energy. I had no idea how to do this, but I thought, you know what? I'm going with a professional, they'll help me. This mentor is gonna help me protect my energy. Nothing will happen to me. You know, I'll have clear energy. No. So if you have any knowledge about New Orleans, you'll know it's like the biggest voodoo community in the world, probably. Um, so when we went there, there was like voodoo stores on every corner. Like I was like two or three voodoo stores. Um, we stayed at a haunted hotel. It was called the Omni Royal. And um, yeah, so let me get into that. So we got to the hotel, it's called the Omni Royal, so you can look that up. I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys by the way thank you so much for all your reviews and your likes and subscribes that really that really helps me um i really appreciate you guys doing that because i feel like it gets the i don't know how it works but it gets the podcast out there more so i read some of your comments and reviews and i really appreciate you guys doing that that helps counteract those that other negative one star that i got so i really appreciate you guys doing that thank you so much um but I was at this hotel by myself because we had roommates, right? Remember we're in an organized tour. So I got there, I had a different flight than my roommate. We, we bunked up in the hotel room and I was there for about five or six hours by myself in this hotel room. And when you first walked in, it was fine. Like I've been in like creepier places. It was like not a big deal. Your arm hair stood up and stuff, but it, it wasn't that big a deal. But getting into the elevator, I'm like, oh crap. As soon as I got into the elevator to go to my room, carrying my suitcase up the elevator to my room, and get in there, whoosh, just like, what the bleep is happening in this room? I didn't want, I was so uncomfortable, it was like that creepy feeling, you know? I didn't wanna stay there, I didn't wanna be by myself, I, um, but I didn't really have any choice because we weren't meeting as a group again dinner dinnertime, and I was, no roommate yet, no roommate, come on roommate, where are you? Save me from this energy. I remember sitting on the bed, like at the time I had Snapchat. So I was like snapping things. And you remember Snapchat where you would like take a picture of yourself and the filter was a bunny or you were like a teddy bear? Well, every time I did that, there would be a face beside me with another little filter, but no face. So it was like something was beside me, but it also had bunny ears and bear ears. I'm like, okay, that's creepy. And then I remember things touching my legs. Like something was touching my legs when I was in there. And I was like, stop touching my legs. That is not cool. But it was really, really spooky energy, really heavy. And so we would go for dinner. And then the next day we went on, we're going to walk around Bourbon Street. We walked down, like, there's Jackson Square. And when you walk down Jackson Square, if you've ever been there, there's a whole bunch of psychics that are set up on the street. And I remember walking by, like, don't look at them, don't look at them, because I didn't want them to know I was a medium. Don't look at them, don't look at them. And one yelled out at me. And she's, I forget what she said, but it was something so creepy that she said to me. And I was like, no, I'm good. Thanks. I don't need a reading. I'm fine. And she kept yelling at me. I'm like, get me out of here. And so once we got out of Jackson Square, we would go down Bourbon Street and all these other kind of streets where all these people, crowds, 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 right? And you can drink like all day long. So people are, and it was before Mardi Gras. So it wasn't actually Mardi Gras, but I feel like Mardi Gras is like there's beads everywhere no matter what, what time you go there. And so um, the energy was crazy intense for me. Remember, I'm just a human being, even just a human being going in that energy is super intense, but also being, you know, learning how to use your gifts and being in that energy is like double whammy. So we're walking down the streets and I'm like, I can't, every time I would go down, I felt like something was shooting darts at my back. So as I would walk down the street, just doing our tour, my back would get heavier and heavier and heavier, not anywhere else in my body, just the back. I feel like someone was shooting arrows at my back. It was just so weird. Um, and then we would go into these um, various voodoo stores. Now, I would say I only made it into about two voodoo stores because the funny thing was I couldn't get in, like the energy of the door of the voodoo store was so thick and heavy. It's almost like my my intuition or my spirit was like, don't go in there. Like, just don't go in there. And I remember making myself go into one. I'm like, why did I do this? It was so dark dark energy there was like voodoo dolls everywhere i actually had one of the people on the tour bought a voodoo doll and brought it home i'm like dude what are you doing do you like she obviously knew what this was but i did go into this this one voodoo store and as soon as i we're with like 10 or 14 people on this tour we're a group we're just hanging out canadians walking around mind our own beeswax i walk into this one voodoo store and as soon as i walked in the person at the cashier had this really weird look on her face and it was almost like her eyebrows furrowed and I just felt something come over me and I'm like, oh, that's not good. So I kept going through the store. Didn't I never bought anything at these stores. I didn't want anything to represent anything of me bringing this energy home, so I never bought anything. But I remember going to the back of the store and the mentor had brought her daughter who has special needs and I, I looked around the corner and her daughter was like flat out on the floor, like attacked psychically. So I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So we get out, whatever, everything's fine. But I got attacked and this little girl got attacked um, by this person who obviously didn't want us in there for whatever reason. Like we weren't doing anything. Like I wasn't going, hey guys, I'm a medium, you know, showing off or anything. I was like, don't even tell anyone. And this happened. So from that moment on, that was like probably day one or two that this happened. And so going back to the hotel room, it was so hard for me to sleep. Like things were waking me up in the middle of the night. I remember somehow being in that room and looking out the window and there was kind of like think of a new orleans like old hotel but like has the wrought iron sort of balcony but no balcony like the railing and there was this line of trees outside of our window and i remember looking out the trees i'm like are those freaking gargoyles in the trees like what is that There was i saw this really weird creature in the trees through my mind's eye my clairvoyance and i'm like i need to talk to this mentor our leader here our our you know our team leader here and be like what can you see that and she confirmed that for me when I asked her she goes oh yeah I can see them too I'm like what oh just a regular Thursday seeing some gargoyles in the tree you know they look like you know what a gargoyle looks like right those statues but it was like an energy I've never seen before and was like an entity of some kind this very low vibration because if you think about like alcohol is a super low vibration right and you can drink all the time in this city all the time you're drinking there's like a million people are like walking around in the street like hundreds of people in the street drinking beer they're, they're dressed up like you know really strangely and they've got the thrown mardi gras beads and they have these signs like buy beer and it's like eight o'clock in the morning so that energy is there plus the history of the city not you know that voodoo history that all of that all mixed together Walking around with like no protection at all, of you know, in my experience. So like every time we would go out, this would happen to me. These darts on my bag, and I felt heavier and heavier, and I just couldn't, I couldn't shake it. So by like the third night, I was like, I said to this mentor, I'm like, you got to help me, like you got to clear me. So her sister was there, and she tried saging me and doing all these things, and nothing was working. I'm like, there's something really nasty on me. I don't know what this woman did, but I'm a freaking mess. And so I was having nightmares and seeing all these crazy stuff. And so this. The mentor gave me some this herbal bag of herbs and I'm not sure what else was in there. So like, okay, just go to and like flower petals and stuff. And she's like, Hey, go have a bath in the hotel room and, and do all nothing. Nothing. I was like, Oh my god, I got problems here. Like I I'm a mess. It's not I felt so heavy and so what's the word? Like vulnerable you know it's kind of it was because I was new I didn't understand any of this I was like going from like this mom who has like boy hair and like mom jeans and making chicken nuggets for dinner to like all of a sudden I'm seeing gargoyles out my window and being attacked by voodoo mamas like what the heck is going on it was a very interesting trip I will tell you and I can't remember I think we beignets oh my god beignets were like the highlight of this trip and it you know was funny did you know like there was nowhere to get tea there so like in the states tea, like my Tim Hortons or something like that, they don't have that there. They have like tea, but like it's cold. And I am like, would go to all these cafes and like, can I have some tea? And, here you go. And I'm like, and they would give me this iced tea. I'm like, no, with no sugar. No, 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 I want tea tea. That They don't have it anywhere. So what I had to do was I brought my Tim Hortons tea bags. I would say, can I have some hot water, please? And they're like, okay, Canadian weirdo, here's your hot water. And I would just put my own tea bag in there. But the beignets were just this powdered donut so awesome like so awesome and the day we had the beignets at this cafe who it's like a famous cafe I don't remember what it's called went to a flea market and this woman one of the guests on the tour she bought this creepy ass old relic of a book some woman gave it to her here you need like kind of like snow white witchy and they're like here you need this creepy book like, and so she took it from this woman and we're like, what are you doing? And then she took it back to the hotel room and we looked at this. I'm like, I think you need to destroy this book. Like, Even the, the leader was like, well, you can't have this book here. It's really bad energy, like really bad. There's some curse on this book. So I don't even know what happened to that woman who had this book. I don't know what happened, but all these really crazy paranormal experiences of the voodoo, the being attacked psychically. So the, the trip is over. I go on the flight and again remember this is my first trip everywhere I don't know how to do the passport thing how you book tickets properly so when I booked the ticket I didn't put Jennifer Suzanne Abra on there I put like Jen Abra or something uh, and that I didn't know you're not supposed to do that so when I try to like at night on the app try to um pre-book or whatever you do with your boarding pass it wouldn't let me so I'm like okay whatever so I get up at four in the morning this cabbie drives me to the airport thanks louis armstrong airport i get there and i'm like terrified because i'm like how am i going to get home and um this this lady comes up to me and she's like well you might not get allowed back into canada young lady because you didn't write your name properly i'm like i didn't know like this is my first trip ever and she's like well you got to go stand in that line and they told me the same thing like well the customs i hope you get a good customs guy because he might not let you go back home i'm like what am i gonna do live in new orleans forever like come on so I had to really, like, all these weird, crazy things were happening that would probably never happen. So I kept the shadow man. Going back to the shadow, as I'm standing in the airport, I saw, like, so much shadow on my right and left side. It was all around me. So every time I would turn my head, it would disappear. But there was it was, like, a denser, heavy. So I, I did get home, obviously. I got home. The guy was nice. Like, yeah, go through. Just don't do that again. I'm like, okay, officer, custom guy. I, I won't do it ever again. I get home, and I'm... I'm sitting at our dining room table and at the time, the dining room table faced sort of like the stairs going upstairs and I'm I'm doing something. I don't know what I'm doing, a reading or I'm typing something on my laptop. I look up and I could see a gargoyle on the steps in my house, okay? So I brought home a gargoyle, one of the gargoyles in the tree and I'm like, I need, her, I need, a, I need a healing. I need her, I need a clearing. So I found this amazing woman and she, she did her assessment. She cleared me magically. I don't know how she did it from afar and gave me like the sort of the write-up after. She goes, well so yeah so the 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 good news is you're clear the bad news is you had 17 entities attached to you and a guard girl on your stairs and i was like i knew it i knew there was things attached to me i knew there was like a curse on me and before i had contacted this woman to clear me i contacted someone else and she said to me like she was in a different country oh yeah my husband can clear you jan but it's going to be twenty thousand dollars american to clear you because they've never seen something this so terrible on someone. It's so evil that it's going to cost you that much money to get this thing off you. And I was like, what? So obviously I didn't go with that. I went with this other woman who was like $200, cleared me, good to go. But like lessons, full of lessons, like I had no business being there. I had, like, I thought I could trust someone to protect me. And maybe the lesson is no one can protect you. You have to protect yourself. But like, I had no, you know, I'm like this brand new baby in the world of mediumship going to all these voodoo stores you know so I took the flight home and then some people were going to stay an extra day or two to do the tour of the cemeteries and I was like nope nope I'm I'm leaving they went to go on the on a bus like a city bus to go to plantation I'm like nope not doing that either so I'm glad I got home got cleared everything was great but like things like this, like you have, I have a story now, you know, I have a really cool paranormal story where I have, I have experienced this myself. And again, all this paranormal stuff teaches you about you. What is your shadow? What are you ignoring? What do you need to work on? What is your crappy behavior that you are saying? It's just, just me the paranormal is like shines a light on your crap and your shadow and it's like the most powerful thing that you can do and i know you're probably not going to have an opportunity to go and you know go ghost hunting or whatever but i'm telling you if you ever get the opportunity to do something like this or even like go to new orleans or just to experience the different energies you know it's just a an amazing amazing honor for me to have like been go- been able to go through these crazy things like how many people can say you know you went to a voodoo shop and mama voodoo you know shot you down <laughs> you know what i mean so like it's like i have these really cool stories and i really wanted to share that i thought this was a perfect time to share with you on the halloween episode of the singing media podcast so i'm gonna leave you guys there i'm gonna put some music i always forget to add the outro i'm gonna put some spooky music here to end this Spooky podcast. And as always, I thank you guys for being here, for listening to my stories. I'm going to have a guest pretty soon. I have one guest that is lined up. I won't tell you who it is. It's gonna be very interesting. This this girl came in my radar out of nowhere, and I love her energy. She won a free tuition to spirit school year two, and just she's a delight. So I'm gonna have her on really soon. But in the meantime, it's almost Christmas. Yeah! All right. Have an awesome weekend. I'll see you guys all next time. See you around.